Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. Yes, welcome to podcast number 41. Do you see how I said that with full confidence there? Because Very um, confident, I checked, I checked before, but yeah, 41. <laughs> nice. And um, it's it's a strange week because this now is the, uh, is the, the week of our podcast where we've had a year of lockdown, which is pretty mental. Yeah. Um, I was always thinking about this date. I remember last sort of sort of September, you know, when you were thinking, oh, things seem to be getting better. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, the, the, I remember, when was it? Was it about March time? Was it end of March? And now, because obviously of lockdown, what happened, it's like, it's 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 here. It's, uh, you know, the, the anniversary, if you will, and it's it's a rubbish anniversary, but it is an anniversary, so it, it is here, a full a full goddamn year. It's been mental, hasn't it? It's crazy, isn't it? And mm. I, and I think it's it's going to be a really weird a, a weird time this week because I think we all remember this sort of weirdly there was a little bit of excitement because everyone was. was like, what? It was a, a novel town. Yeah. There was that weird sort of novel anticipation in the air where everyone was like, what does it even mean? And I can remember thinking, that sounds really bad, but I remember thinking, like McDonald's is short. Like, McDonald's is never short. Yeah. Like, stuff is shut that's never shut. You know, the first lockdown was like, boom. If it's not the doctors, it's shut. Yeah, it, it was, was literally it? like that. There were supermarkets yeah. open, the doctors, the dentists. I don't know if the dentists were open, maybe. I don't know. But I just remember thinking, wow, yeah. everything's shut. It was and it's proper weird. not too dissimilar today. No, but, well, well, you say that, although I, I, there's a lot more people on the road and at work. There's no doubt about it. I, and I think the, fir- yeah. the first, like you said, the first lockdown was a real sort of like, that and I think obviously it helped when um, the businesses were given all the help because now they have to pay pensions and national insurance contributions, so that mm, they are mm. getting more people in because obviously they have to pay. So they're like, well, we might as well get them in. Um, and let's say I think I don't know. I think we understand it more and understand what we can do more. Yeah. So there's more of that. Where at the start it was very much like, right, they're just telling us to literally be at home. And their yeah. businesses are being paid for everything and furlough. So, okay, that's fine. They're off and everyone's being paid. Okay, so that's fine. You know, so there, there was that and there was just... And then I just... I, the, the one vivid thing I remember... I always remember it being really hot. So that's one vivid thing I remember. Yeah, it, being it was really dead warm sunny, wasn't it? In, it was you know, so in a couple of weeks it was boiling. Um, I remember yeah. that. And the other thing I really remember is... The sort of a, a little bit of excitement about walking to yeah, the shop. Yeah, there was excitement in the air. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because there it was, was like, a real yeah. excitement in the air. Yeah. It was like, we're doing this together. We're all in it together. The country's yeah. together. And then the clapping started. Yeah, the clapping, the clapping started. started quite quickly afterwards. And I don't know, Jed, I think it's a time in my life I am never, ever mm. going to forget. And I'm stunned that we're, we're 12 months along. And then it feels like everything's changed. But in some ways, absolutely nothing's changed. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I'll tell you what is, um, and t- talking of sort of corona, th- this new, um, there's a potential third wave in Europe. The good news is, it's because obviously Britain have been smashing out the jabs left, right and centre. Um, you know, obviously it more looks like we're going to be, you know, fingers crossed, touch lots of wood. We're going to be okay because, you know, most people have been jabbed. Mm-hmm. Where in Europe, they've been, you know, not as quick with it. Um, so they're sort of going into third waves. And I think Boris Johnson said, listen, it's going to hit our shores, but because we've been jabbed, we're going to be all right. But what they have done 
is, of course, said, listen, I don't think we're going to be going abroad for our holidays. So we've taken mm. the decision and and um, and we said this actually before this was kind of announced, but we kind of, you know, you could kind of anticipate what was going to happen. And we said, right, we're going to holiday in the UK. Right. So we've, we've been having a look, you know, of, 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 you know, different places and stuff. And we're like, what are we doing? So we've um, we've decided we're going to have a week, maybe even two weeks. Right. Of being at home because it's where we live, but we're going to Blackpool, so we're gonna go oh, nice. and book like you know the tower trips, the zoo trips, sandcastle trips, the waxworks trips, the pleasure beach trips. You know all the sort of touristy things. Holiday go at da- home. Holiday home. Golden Golden Mile. Go down and go down all the arcades. Um, you know, we'll eat out at those because we'll go into town and eat, you know. So we're going to do... You can have some proper... dirty burgers, aren't we you? We are. We're gonna That's do what I call proper... burgers that you buy in the promenade. Yeah, we're it's do no proper... reflection of their star rating. No, not it's at all. It's just I always call it's them dirty burgers. Um, and I always remember one of my one of my fondest memories. I think, I'm sure this is when we first started on The Breakfast, we did, um, I don't know why, we, we went to the Golden Mile and I think it was like Mr. B's arcade. Maybe well, maybe it's not Mr. B's. I don't yeah. think that's there anymore. But um, it was where Mr. B's was. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember us having oh, a... we did, yeah. We had a brew <gasps> in a, a proper brew? mug the... and it was like 10p. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, what was that arcade? It might have been Funland, you know. It might have been. I but don't I'm even re- know it, why we did that. I can't remember. We must have, we must have been... I'll tell I you what it was. was. We must, I'll tell you what it was. I think we were going to the waxworks and we got there really early. I do. I and we think were like, it... what are we going to do? So we I... went for a brew in an arcade. We did. I think we were meeting either Ollie Murs, Keith Lemon, maybe. Keith Lemon or someone like or that. Or Ollie Murs. And we were dead early. Um, so we just went. And I rem- see, I remember when my um, nan and granddad used to come. Because they used to come for a week, and they and obviously we used to meet them in Blackpool, and um, and they and we used to go. I remember we used to go there because my granddad used to go. Oh, brilliant! It was at the time it was five p for a proper mug of tea, and oh, you yeah. could have and you could have well, and this was at Mister B's. You could have beans on toast as well. Um, and that oh, was like nice. that was like twenty five p. So for thirty p, you could have beans on toast and a mug of tea at Mister Bean. He yeah. thought it was like this is the best thing ever, and we all were like, well, we all like beans on toast, and we all love a mug of tea. So you, this is just genius. Well, do you know it's funny when you look back at old pictures of Blackpool? You, people used to sell jugs of tea for the Sands, is what they used to yeah, call they it. Did. So they used to go and buy a jug of tea yeah. and then go and sit on the beach with it. But um, oh, I can't believe I'm even going to tell you this. So you know, my wedding is themed with FY four mostly, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and certainly you know that's the that's the whole thing. Uh, imagine my surprise then when it turns out that my sister. And mum and, and friends uh, are trying to organise my hen do. <laughs> and the problem that they're having is wherever they try in the UK, they either don't want to take new bookings because they've got to rebook the yeah. people that they cancelled last year, or they don't really want to commit to a group of like 30-ish mm. yeah, women. I get that. So we've kind of gone back and forth and back and forth. And my sister, we had like a Zoom. This is how we arranged my hen do. It was all on <laughs> Zoom. So I had a Zoom with my sister and she went, so you know how we joke about your wedding being Blackpool themed? I was like, yeah. She's like, how do you feel about your Hindu being Blackpool themed? I was like, what? She's like, well, we've looked around and we're really struggling. Anyway, as it turns out, we're actually staying in a hotel. 
Yeah. In Blackpool now. Yeah. I'm not even joking. And my sister said, like, are you like are you all right with that? And da da I was like, I'm not bothered at all. Like, yeah. I, it doesn't bother me in the slight. No. I, I refuse to let coronavirus get me down in that way. So I said, of course I don't mind it being in Blackpool. You know me, bloody love Blackpool. Oh, I'm not bothered. Yeah, yeah. So she said, is there anything you really want to do or anywhere you really want to go? And I really gave it some thought, Jed. I gave it like 24, 48 hours thought. Now, bear in mind, you know the places I love in Blackpool. Mm. You know, I love Miss Stanley Parks. I love the Grand Theatre. I love, In fact, I love all the theatres. I love the Promenade. I love... There's so many beautiful things in Blackpool I love. But what I came up with that I want to do for my hairdo <laughs> is I went... I know it's a bit weird, Leanne, but can we do Laser Quest? Yeah, Laser Quest <laughs> is brilliant. Ran. If if you want, I went. I do. That's what I want to yeah. do. So we're doing yeah. laser quest on the prom. Yeah, oh. it's brilliant. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Hindu. La- laser and stay in the hotel. Is, yeah, laser. Yeah, I, and that is exactly. We're not doing the hotel thing because we're like we wait. might as well. We, you know, we're spending the money. Or well, I've got else. friends you see that don't live. Yeah, in Yeah, of course. And you used to live in Blackpool. Live that well. now we're gonna. So we're gonna all sort of yeah. stay in a hotel. No, together. I get that. That's a. I think that's a great idea. And um, but like you say, I think you're right. I think when you've looked around, it is difficult to. But even in the UK, because obviously everyone's staying in the UK now. So you know, obviously yeah. it's yeah. brilliant in a way because I think that they've been hit so hard. Um, that I really hope you know, hoteliers, leisure, tourism has an abs- in the UK has an absolute mm. monster of a season to make like even even that big of a season that they kind of take two years worth of money if that makes sense. You know, it's that busy every day. Yeah. They're just like, oh my goodness, you know, this is sort of two I years said, worth of business would be amazing. I said to John a couple of weeks ago, I said because we were talking about summer holidays, and I said, well, we're getting married this year, so we actually can't afford one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that doesn't bother me in the slightest, not going on holiday. In fact, I worked out that the last time I was abroad was April. We went away in the March. We came back on my birthday mm-hmm. in early April, and that was in 2019. So we yeah. actually haven't been abroad. It'll actually be two years next month. And I'm just, I'm not bothered. We're, we're doing the house up. We're saving for the wedding. And I've had loads of holidays in my time. And it, not we'll having one again. for a couple of years is not a massive yeah, hardship, not, of course. It's, yeah, it's not going to happen. So but you've got to, you I know. just said to John, I went after all this time in lockdown, just being able to go to the pub, go to the cinema, go to the theatre mm, yeah. is going to feel like a holiday <laughs> to me. So I won't take those things for granted. Like, I really miss just going the just going the pub or just going for a brew. Mm. You know, like, it's one of my favourite things is to message my friends and go, seeing Starbucks in 45 minutes, yeah? <laughs> and that's my favourite thing. And we sit there, we gossip, or we have a walk around the Devere or whatever. But, you know, you sort of go, we haven't done any of that stuff. So mm. not having a holiday... I'm all right with that. I can yeah. deal with that. Well, we're the same. So we've uh, we've officially sort of booked it. We are we are Blackpool holidaying uh, for yes. 2021. We're very excited. The Jed and Haley Show. As always, thanks to our friends at Blackpool's Grand Theatre and the CEO of the Grand Theatre, of Ruth Eastwood, um, has penned a letter which is on the theatre's website, blackpoolgrand.co.uk, and it's called One Year On Coronavirus. And it's it's a real heartfelt letter about you know, the last 12 months of what it's been like to be at the heart of an industry that has literally ground to a halt. Literally, you know, one night the lights were on, the the stalls were packed, and and then the next night it's like we're in a lockdown. Um, I found out this week, Jed, because I'm working on a project with the Grand Theatre at the moment, that when the theatre, this time last year, the Grand Theatre employed 57 staff. Mm. At the moment, they have 15 staff. Wow. 
That's that's the that's a literal number of staff that they used to have, and and how many they have now. Uh, they've cancelled or postponed more than sixty shows, handled thousands upon thousands of rebookings, credits, and refunds. You know, obviously they managed to do Pantomonium, which was a massive success for them. Uh, more than five thousand people actually saw it from as far away as Denmark, Dublin, <laughs> Sydney, and New York. Yeah, um, but of course, you know, the theatre just wants to get back open. So there's a, a really I think a really great and a really honest letter from the chief exec of Blackpool's Grand Theatre um, talking about, you know, the recovery and thanking people for their support and their encouragement. So, um, yeah, it's well worth a visit onto the website just to have a just to have a little look, because I really have felt for my colleagues that work in that industry. I mean, I'm I'm quite lucky, Jen. I'm a bit of a chameleon. You know, I, I kind of, you know, do do the radio work. We do the hosting work and then the theatre stuff. So, you know, you sort of feel like you're in you're in a each industry in a little bit of it um and these people that have lost their jobs are you know the friends of mine and people mm. i know very very well and it's just been a real rubbish rubbish time but yeah uh, a letter from ruth eastwood who's the chief executive theater cautiously uh, gearing up for a post uh, sorry yeah for a post covid future <laughs> Uh, yeah, blackpoolgrand.co.uk. Just um, interestingly, if you want to maybe hear, because we did a chat with Ruth at the very sort of start, oh, we did. didn't we? So, oh, I mean, dear. I've not heard that for a year. It may be quite interesting to listen back to that. And Go just back sort and listen, of, yeah. I don't know, and just see what she was saying and thinking, because obviously we had no idea what was in what we were in for. Um, so that would have been interesting. That would be interesting. Anyway, you can find it. We obviously go through our uh, podcast. It's on there with um, with us. It's uh, just just I think it's just labelled you know, the Grand Theatre Ruth Eastwood. So just have a have a listen to that. Have a check out of you know what it was question. like a year ago. Yeah. Quick question then: Would you like to have known twelve months ago what was coming? No, because I think that would have been same. I think that would have been quite difficult. <laughs> Weirdly, I think just having it it's a funny one isn't it because you think to yourself well if we know if we know a date at least we know so we can just go right well let's not plan anything do you know what I mean we know what we know we know when the date is so we can do and get on with other bits and bobs but I don't know I just think that that if we'd have known from last March it would have been pretty much 18 months you know when you think about it it would have been 18 months I think we'd have been I don't know I think I think that would have been a lot worse for some people, um, you know, to think, what do you mean 18 months without anything? So, yeah, I think that would have been a lot yeah. worse. I think trying to get things open, remember we had that period in August, eat out to help out, which oh, a lot of people say it didn't help because obviously numbers surged and all that. So, I just, you know, but it did give people hope. Do you know what I mean? People actually went and met some yeah, people. Totally. It did give some people hope. It didn't work out, so we went back. And But, you know, I, I don't know. I just think... Um, I think, yeah, I think the way we've known about it, for me personally, is probably the best. Others Same. others will probably yeah. disagree and say, actually, I'd have rather have known it would have been, I mean, you never would have known, but I'd have rather have known it's like 18 months away and then that's it. But a difficult one. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to go back and hear what uh, Ruth said. We did do that chat with her, but yeah. uh, I say that letter's on blackpoolgrand.co.uk. It's time for Story of the Week. Okay, got a quick story this week. And I was going to talk about it last week, but I just wanted to to tell you this. Because when I explain this, I think it makes complete sense. So, have you ever had deja vu? Oh, yeah, loads. 
It's weird as well. It's weird, isn't it? Because you're a bit like, oh, this is, this is, it's just weird. And essentially, it turns out that a doctor on TikTok, so how true or not this is, I'm unsure, <laughs> but this doctor has said it's actually not anything strange. It's actually a glitch in your brain. And essentially what happens is it's when a new short-term memory gets accidentally stored in your long-term memory. So it feels to you like it's happened before because your brain's telling you that it's an old memory um, when essentially oh, really? it's just sort of sloppy administration by your brain. Isn't that weird? So technically it, it's, it, all it is is that you've you, what you're seeing, your brain is then sort of saying... We've seen this before. This is a memory. But it, but it, it hasn't. But it's... Isn't that weird? Yeah. That, okay. And when you I, think about it, you go, that makes complete it, it sense. Does, I thought... Because I thought... I've heard somewhere... Obviously, there's loads of different bits and bobs on it. But I heard somewhere that it was like... Um, it was like a dream. You know, you were sort of dreaming oh. and it was that sort of thing. But then I was like, well, how can you... Because sometimes it's all right if you dream about, say, uh, family members, kids... You know, husband's wife, because mm-hmm. you see them all the time. So you can imagine a dream would be quite vivid, um, you know, of faces yeah. and stuff like that and situations and, and houses or whatever, because you're doing it all the time. Um, but then actually deja vu happens in all sorts of places. You know, like say you're driving yeah. past well, a park and you just see and you're like, oh, I'm sure we've done this before. So, yeah, that does make yeah. sense. Yeah, well, people have obviously said, you know, they think, oh, was it a previous life? Is it a premonition about the future? But no, it actually turns out that the scientific sort of explanation is that you're just the way that your admin, your brain racks it up to a long term memory, not a short term memory. Isn't that crazy? There you go. Well, Deja Vu. I love it. It's basically, I mean, what are we saying then, really, that if you have more moments of deja vu then um you, your brain's on the ticker is that what we're saying because uh, yeah, you're on you're on the slide you're on the slide because you're basically <laughs> glitching all the time um you, you're you glitching need to, all the time you need to reboot <laughs> that's what we're saying refresh somehow something like um, that you need a bit you need a have kit. a break if you basically deja vu all the time just have a week off um, if you're actually yeah. not, then you're keep going. Too hard. Keep, keep, keep going. <laughs> keep ploughing on. You're maybe not working hard enough. So, okay, right. That's good to know. There you go. Is it right or is it wrong? So, three news stories here. One of these is right, two are wrong, which I think okay. you got right last week. I think. That's what I mean. I'm doing all right at this at, this at the moment. Do you know, right. Okay, you ready? So, yeah. um, former Corrie star Kevin Kennedy. Um, apparently he's trying to uh, solve the problem of multiple remotes in the house by inventing the universal control. Uh, he says he came up with the idea after he kept turning the electric fire on with his Sky remote and vice versa. Ah. Of course, he played Curly Watts on the cobbles and uh, said hopefully he's going to have a prototype out by the end of the year. Um, next story, Justin Bieber has teamed up with a toothbrush company to launch a range of toothbrushes that sing to you for the exact time you're supposed to brush for. Uh, Bieber says it's vital people know as to, um, you know, the, 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 your nasher loving could leave you looking all rotten. Um, and then the next story, TV chef Raymond Blanc has launched his own English wine and has signed a lucrative six-figure contract with a major supermarket. Uh, the wine, which is uh, Blanc's Plonk, 
plays on the English sense of humour with yes. flavours of a traditional yes. English orchard. There you go. Oh, well done. Yeah, well. Well yeah, done. There you go. Plonk's plonk. That's, that's got to be my favourite. That has Very got famous. to be Very famous my TV chef, Raymond Blanc. English wine, Blanc's plonk. Oh, I love that. So, as I said, he says, plays on the English sense of humour with flavours of a traditional English orchard. Mm. Oh, okay. Right. There you go. What are you thinking? Right, so Blonk's Plonk. Yeah. Curly Watts' his new oh, remote. Curly's remote. Curly's remote and Bieber's brush. brush. Yeah. Ooh, this is tough. Yeah. This is actually tough, actually. I, I, I mean, mm, I don't know. I don't know if he's... if he's Bieber. Wouldn't he be bothered about Bieber. people's teeth? Ooh. Do you read in that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is he bothered though about people's teeth? <laughs> don't know. Well, I don't do want to sway you. Is he bothered? I want to sway you. Mm. I presume he's got lovely teeth. Yeah. I presume. I don't see him not. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think he'll care that much. Mm. Okay. You know, he was appointed imp tooth fairy. Well, mm. yes, that's a very good mm. point. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, mm. no, Justin. Okay. Now, Blanc's Plonk. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Mm. Um. I'm not, I'm not convinced. Why? <laughs> because we're on another fish we trust here. Plonk's plonk. But it's a wine with that, he, he said, um, you know, so they get that English sense of humour, so that's why he's called it Blonk's plonk. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, stop making me <laughs> doubt myself. Well, I I'm either going you. Kevin Kennedy's remote. Well, Kennedy's you are swaying me. I don't yeah. know. I'm either going for Curly's remote. What's what's the point of the remote control again? Universal. So he basically, apparently, what was it here? He was um, multiple remotes into what? So he's he's he's. Um, I mean, there's been a few of these, but he's, he says you know they didn't really work. So he's after one that actually works for the full house. So because um, he kept turning his electric fire oh. on with his Skyrim, you know, and all that. So he's. He's literally got one remote, and basically it's got all the different Just settings on. The, you, yeah, a bit like um, like an app and stuff like that as well. So it 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 would completely control your house, but it's just one, so that's it. So there's not a right. million. One, the mm. universe. Mm. <sighs> yeah, mm. I'm not going with Blanc's Plonk. I'm just I'm not no, buying well, it. Don't then. Don't. No, don't. I'm not. Don't. I'm not buying Blanc's Plonk. Don't then. Don't. Although I'm tempted. But I, I think I might go for Curly's remote. Curly's remote. Because that's yeah, I'm feeling okay. that that I'm feeling that vibe. Well, I can tell you now, it wasn't Curly's remote. <gasps> I am wrong. How it dare was, I be wrong? It was, believe it or not. Don't be blunt plonk. Bieber's toothbrush. Yeah, he's. Uh, was it? Yeah, well, apparently he's been he's endorsed sort of a toothbrush, um, and it's basically yeah, he sings to you. So he's he's sort of the face of it. So he's on all the packaging, and um, and it sort of plays you know with the music as you're brushing, and it's kind of for Ooh, kids, right. but also for you know for like uh, going right, you can't stop your brushing until the song stops. Yeah. Um, so See, he's put he's put his, my toothbrush has got a timer in. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're quite I popular, but so. I never knew he would. Uh, tooth fairy. I didn't think he'd be the person that would go for that, but he has. He's, yeah. But I suppose it. As we always say, money talks, doesn't it? So uh, royalties. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm back in nice. the game with that one. Thank you very much. Well done, Justin Bieber. Hmm. The Jed and Haley Show. All right then, Jed. What are you watching? <laughs> All right. All right, mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you watching, mate? All right, mate. Uh, right, so, still on with This Is Us, but, uh, that, yeah, bleh, you know what I feel about that. Um, some episodes, yeah. okay, some episodes not. Um, anyway, we, obviously, we watched Line of Duty on the Sunday night. Um, yeah. So, that was uh, pretty exciting. We're pretty excited about that. and But we're a bit fuming that we have to wait every week for it. Um, because I suppose yeah, we're used because to because I've been now, spoon fed it yeah, so we, easy. Yeah, we? we're used to obviously just um, having the holes. Well, I quite liked. Um, I think Killing Eve did it where they did one episode on a Sunday and then they said, "Right, if you want to watch the whole lot, it's on the iPlayer." I, th- I thought it was quite mm. good. So anyway, they're not doing that. They're going to um, keep us waiting every single week. So okay, fine. So watching it, but um, I'm super excited actually because. On Friday of last week, um, the brand new um, series of Drive to Survive started. This is the Formula One um, documentary, uh, which follows. Oh. Is, is, this is its third series. So the the last two series, um, and it follows the season. You know what I mean? The whole season of the Formula One, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it goes through all the teams. It's very much behind the scenes of what goes on. And I have to say, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 not a massive F1 fan, but I, I you know I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it at all. I'm interested in it. Um, if it's on, I'll watch a bit of it. Um, and but I have to say, um, as sort of sport documentaries go, it is absolutely superb. Just the way they do it, um, the insider knowledge. Really? Yeah, and they Ooh. get. They, I mean, an F1 is so cutthroat. It's incredible. You know, like one driver. Um, at the start of the season, just will go and sign for another team. Um, but obviously, he's still driving for that team all season. So there's that sort of mm-hmm. real awkwardness that, you know, someone's gone and signed for another team, but he's going to have to be sat in your car all year. And it's that real sort of, oh you know, because then the team principal's like, you're just a traitor. Do you know what I mean? But it, but it happens all the time. And every single year it happens. Or, or team principals have to drop drivers because they just don't think they're good enough or, you know, they're going for a change. And, it, you know, it, it's so it's quite dramatic in places, and um, you know Jerry yeah. Halliwell, her husband is yeah, team principal of that, Red Bull, he? and yeah, and so he's very much in it. Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton, all that. It's really good. It's absolutely brilliant. Is so it? yeah, I honestly, like, what's it's, it called uh, again? It, uh, Drive to Survive. It's um, it's oh, yeah, it's it's, so it's 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 on its third series now. Um, and obviously this series is all about last year and the corona, you know, when the corona started yeah. and then they had to stop and then kind of starting again. So it, it's fascinating and um, it's brilliant. It, it, yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, that for me is a, a real... Um, it's Claire watching watch. that or just you? No, she's she's all she says is like, oh, is it just a, uh, oh, right, sport? No, I'm not bothered about that. But I, I don't... I, I Yeah, honestly, I just... I, I, I think... Um, I think even if you're not massively into F1, I do just think it's a great what I think the way it's been filmed, the way the drama is, the sort of fallouts, the the joy, the you know, and 
it's such a big business. Yeah, it covers you know, it all off. Yeah, it really does. They do it so, so well. They do it okay. so well. I, um, I'm dead impressed by it. And, um, yeah, I think it's got a lot of... Because I sort of fell out with F1 because I thought they just made it a bit... Um, it was a bit samey. And, and obviously, the you know, the, the yeah. same cars were winning all the time because they just had the biggest money and all that. And then what? So I was like, oh, there's no point. And, and it is still the same. So Mercedes, obviously, is still winning all the time. But... I think mm-hmm. this these this series of Drive to Survive has really revamped the sport and got more people into it because it's it's strange yeah. the first series um you didn't really hear from I think it was Mercedes and stuff like that I think they were probably a bit like we're not doing this you know Netflix we're not bothered yeah. we don't need it and then I think when they saw the popularity of it suddenly they're in the second series and then in the third series like everyone's all over it because they just know how popular it's made uh, them you know how popular it's, yeah. it's made F1 and how many fans they're bringing into it and I think F1 have clearly gone you're getting all involved in this because this is really growing our sport. So and so that's what I mean. That's how well it's been made and produced. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Brilliant. What about you? Um, I've got to be honest. I'm not really watching anything this week. I've been. <laughs> I've just been dead busy. Um, I, when John suggests watching Your Honor, I'm a bit like. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. We? I'm a bit tired. So yeah, I've not. We've not really carried on with that but my fault he wants to I'm a bit like I'm a bit tired Um, (laughs) so we will finish it but more because he he wants to see the end of it Uh, I have to confess I absolutely adore Gogglebox on a Friday night now I'd kind of fallen out of love with it a bit I've just just fell out of my like habits to watch but it's an absolute tonic every week you know because they just they've got it now you know like I don't know how many series it's done but it's all good stuff like I never get bored or look at my phone or whatever I just it's brilliant from start Mm. to finish and it definitely gives me ideas about stuff I I potentially want to watch as well so I'm I'm looking at Gogglebox thoroughly enjoyed that of course uh, this week was also the f- grand final of Drag Race UK. Oh, yeah, you love I, that, don't you? It's coming yeah. to Blackpool, oh, isn't it? I loved it, Jed. Yeah, they're having a tour next year, mm. so it's coming to Blackpool in February. I'm definitely going to try and get tickets. Yeah, exactly. I absolutely that, yeah, yeah. thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Just escapism. And mm. I think I've talked about it on previous podcasts where, you know, it definitely takes you to another world of these, you know, kind of ordinary looking blokes um that that just transform into these gorgeous women it's just fascinating and it's everything from their own backstory to how artistic and innovative they can be to create costumes or uh, headdresses or wigs or whatever or makeup designs around the theme and it's just i thoroughly thoroughly enjoy it so uh, yeah and of course like you watch line of duty on uh, sunday night which i thought was epic but it's always a bit of a head scratcher the first series because basically jed mercurio was just laying his course out you got, and throwing all yeah, the crumbs out there for I, you this is what i and thought you, I mean, that's pe- what i love about it there was people got going, to do the work oh I'm not, uh, uh, it wasn't it wasn't i'm like what do you expect just to be uh, i mean you know it's got to sort of get us into what's coming up you know so it's like of course, it's yeah. planted seeds, invested. and you know already we're like, oh, that woman, you know, that detective. There's something going on between them two. Yeah. They're plotting something, but clearly mm. that probably may not be the case, or it might. Be. So it's got to, yeah, it was great. It, it really is, you know. And it, I it, thought it was yeah, great. And the other thing is, is 
you know, it's you've also got to remember that people will binge this in future. People that haven't mm. watched it will yeah. binge it, and they'll they won't even think about episode one. The love one, yeah, it was great, and mo- they've moved on to the next yeah. one. Mm. It's more born out of the frustration that you've got to wait. It's a <laughs> I bit know, like, can't believe it. I don't know. You've got to wait <laughs> to watch it, and I, um, yeah, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed um, Line of Duty. And then another one of my favourites finishes this week. It's the final of Interior Design Masters, oh, yeah. and I've absolutely <laughs> loved it. Yeah, and my two favourite designers are in the final so I'm like yes I'll be gutted when that's finished as well yeah I have to find something else anyway um, if if you've got your suggestions Jed and Haley's show on Facebook or you can tweet us as always at Jed Mills at Miss Haley K thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley show supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre